0: Welcome to Northumberland County Council's 30-hour pilot podcast. We're recording today at a children's centre, a very busy children's centre in Prudhoe, uh, Northumberland. Um, It's a purpose-built centre. It's quite noisy um, and we're having coffee and people are chatting as we go. Um, My name's Katie Watson. I'm the Early Years' Advisor at Northumberland County Council. My role today is just to host this conversation and uh, we'll be introducing lots of people as they arrive um, and joining us throughout the morning. I'm joined this morning with um, by Eve Sinclair, who's our um, Northumberland County Council Sustainability Officer, and is actually, along with David Street, our Commissioner for Early Years and Primary, is the lead on delivering the 30-hour pilot. Um, we also have um, other guests who are, who are joining us. One is um, Carol, who is a grandparent um, of a child who's accessing the 30 hours. We have Emma Potts, who's the head teacher of Adeline First School here in Prudhoe, and Di from Di and Jim's Children's Nursery, uh, who is the nursery owner and manager. Um, They're all on this campus, um, so their experiences are related to um, the children living here in Prudhoe. So, Eve, I was thinking, back to when we first found out about the thirty hours and um I think you sent me a text saying you didn't know whether to laugh or cry. Don't know if you can go back to that time and and really bit what your journey's
1: been like since then? Um I think it was highly anticipated we were wanting to know whether we'd won the bid yeah. or not and um kind of th- hoping that we had but actually finding out the reality of finding out yeah. that you've got it is a lot different to um to hoping. So it was kind of a laugh or cry or, or celebrate or, or commiserate, really, because the the bulk of work that was ahead, or that seemed ahead... Was daunting. Was, da- was daunting. And obviously, um, a very short time scale in terms of finding out mid-February and knowing that children would have to be in a place for yeah. September of that year was um, was quite a tight timeline, Um And obviously I was at home as well. I wasn't at work when we found out. So once we got back into work um, the next week and we started doing some planning and and putting some stuff down on paper, it seemed a lot more manageable than Mm. it had kind of um, before we got to that point. Um, I think we moved really quick with it, with the planning um, and with the teamwork around what needed to be put in place to get things ready. Um, And obviously really quick communication with the childcare providers and, and parents, um, yeah. helped um, I think what made it slightly more daunting was the fact that um, press were quite interested yeah. in it um, and obviously the volume of calls from parents asking when they could apply yeah. and when they could take up yeah. their place
0: Yeah, I forgot you had to rush off didn't you to a, to, um, a nursery in the west to have photographs taken and um, that was a bit chaotic and sort of it was a leap of faith really wasn't it to to sort of we just thought we are going to do it. If we've got it, people wanted it, so therefore we're going to do it. And that was um, quite exciting, but as you say, daunting. And a
1: lot of childcare providers were very excited about it in the beginning as well. So we had a lot of interest from them yeah. also, but obviously a lot of mixed reactions in terms of um, how it would work for them. So yeah. some were very interested in it and others weren't so. Yeah. Um, and obviously there was a lot of planning to be done around which parents would take up, would be able to take up a place. Although at the very beginning we didn't know from DfE that it would only be 25% yeah, of the population. Yeah. We, we waited for a period of time yeah, before we knew okay. actually if it was a full universal for eligibility in Northumberland or whether it was a smaller cohort.
0: Mm-hmm. And then we, got, we found out it was rurality and we had to sit down. So I have to be honest I thought all of Northumberland was a rural area but when we sat down and looked at it um, and the, the, the difference across the county is huge really um, and we did have to we sort of struggled at first to find out a definition of what rurality was wasn't it? yeah um,
1: and that that was quite a journey in terms of trying to pinpoint where the 415 families yeah. would be able to take up and how we would manage that cohort of parents and which childcare providers they would use etc but um i think as a team we came up with a with a good few option appraisals that we could think of how it could work yeah. and we and we definitely explored all of the avenues and and, and came up with the, um using you know that data set of um geographical barrier decile to be able to narrow down yeah. exactly where the most rural portions of Northumberland are so that we could um, match that to live birth data and yeah. work out yeah. a, a sensible cohort to, to take a phased approach in order to manage people's expectations.
0: I would say that was one thing that we did as a team, is we just we worked really hard to work out all of the options. We didn't just dive in for one, one sort of solution, did we? Um, eventually no. coming up with
1: parent-led uh, demand, really, yeah. which has been quite successful, I think. It has, and I think from experience from the two-year-old entitlement pilot and and, and watching that grow in terms of parental demand and and using different methods to build up the take-up of two-year-old entitlement, that experience was able to be transferred to, to, to come up with a methodology for 30 hours that rural parents have different working patterns. They don't necessarily leave their children in the village or... They take them with them yeah. on an hour and a half journey. So in terms of allowing parents to decide where they want their children to go, so that children are also receiving the you know, stability in their childcare and not being artificially moved for the pilot year just to take up their entitlement um, in a set nursery. Um, but I, I think in terms of that, we've been quite brave mm-hmm. in letting the market manage itself um, with a lot of thought behind it, but allowing parents to take up their entitlement where they want to and, um, and and allowing a lot of flexibility so that we're not artificially managing the market and yeah. for a pilot year when it wouldn't be that way once the pilot's yeah. complete. Yeah.
0: And how do you think that sort of the strengths of the team really, although the weaknesses and strengths, of, of managing the great expectations and the success for some families and the disappointment for other families? Because there were some people... I remember who were uh, you know it felt like the because it was a lower number, it wasn't universal that they'd missed out um and how did we sort of manage the, the the communication and um i suppose the the disappointment for some people as well,
1: yeah, I think we were kind of acutely aware of that at the beginning that yeah. that it was we needed really to manage communication quite carefully in terms of managing expectations and, and narrowing the amount of potential complaints or disappointment that people felt. Um, I think we dealt with that really well at the beginning. I think we took a really p- personal approach to that and and we all kind of, all hands on deck, ringing people, visiting people, um, explaining to people. But we had a really strong rationale linked to data as well, which was you know, a strength because we could fall back on that. Think the strong link to data planning in terms of matching rurality to, to live birth data and, and releasing phases so that parents and childcare providers were very aware of which phase we were in and, and why our rationale was for that phase has meant that actually everybody who's applied within a phase understanding the rules and the, and the criteria for that phase hasn't been turned down mm-hmm. so we've We've managed expectations really well. The weekly communication that we've done with childcare providers um, has been a real success, and I think it's built trust with the childcare yeah. providers. So how many have we got all together, together now? How many places? Places, we've got over 600 families signed yeah. up to take up their entitlement within, yeah. within the pilot year. Yeah. Um, and over 350 childcare providers willing to deliver, yeah. whether that be the full 30 hours yeah. or in a portion or in partnership. Yeah.
0: Yeah, flexibility. and I suppose one of the communicating with all of those families and people who applied for it who didn't who weren't successful um, that that was quite a challenge wasn't it um, so that we didn't want to get into a point where we were sending out letters and, and typing out letters and sending them in the post and stuff so we really wanted um, better communication and, and sort of how do you think we managed that
1: I think in terms of the Being really aware of the timescale that we had, we were quite clear from the beginning that we needed some kind of digital solution, some kind of paperless communication with parents that was instant, Um, and we were really fortunate to be able to work with information services to develop a a, a digital online application system, which allows parents to um, access an application form if their postcode was linked to our rurality data. if it wasn't, then they couldn't access an application form. So almost from the very beginning, we were managing people's expectations yeah. of actually you are not in an eligible area at this point, therefore you can't even apply. Um, and, and in working with information services, and in particularly Ryan and Gilchrist, to get that built, um, we now have a, a bespoke system for 30-hour yeah. applications that's stored in a register. We can um, contact parents directly directly. Um, and 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 have been doing so from the from the very beginning, and I think that's been a, a big key to the success in terms of DFE offering us more places as yeah. well, because we were yeah. able to to allocate our four hundred and fifteen places very easily yeah. using the digital method.
0: And I remember um, it going live on a weekend, and loads of applications on a Sunday night done via via phones and stuff, which certainly for me is is sort of. A, complete um, change in, in my thinking about how you communicate with people and it's just keeping up with the technology and being brave I think to, to go with people like Ryan and yourself to trust the processes and trust this different way of communicating and how successful that's been. Um, I think that's been quite a big learning for me is you've got to trust other people now um, with with the technology
1: I think that was one of the most exciting things as well because we had it almost run in commentary of that, so we knew that within the first 45 minutes of opening the portal, I think 50 families had applied. So it was almost like watching a counter. And in in terms of the pleasure taken from doing this role and building the pilot, it's that families are really benefiting from that and and the hard work that you're putting in to build, um, you know, to put all the, the foundations in that parents are really going to benefit quite quickly from yeah, it is quite yeah, exciting, yeah. I felt.
0: Yeah. But even from your own role, haven't you? You've sort of ended up working extra hours every week. Um, you've been to London on early trains, half past six trains and stuff. You've had to do quite a bit yourself, haven't you? That's outside of what was your normal working week, and so it's affected your family as well as uh, everybody else's.
1: Yeah, it, it has been different, but it's been... Exciting and and and, um, and and I've learned a lot in terms of in a, in a short space of time. Um, I think one of the main things that I've, I think I've learned throughout this is that the relationships with childcare providers are definitely key, mm-hmm. um, and that um, that you know they, they really um, are happy that we are we are so flexible um, and transparent as well, but that. Business support for childcare providers has been really key in this, um, just in terms of the rate and working out how much that, what that means to their business. Um, but also how that then links to um, their staff and children's experiences. Um, and I think we're still you know we've come partly through the journey and we've got children in place now but there's still an, another yeah. portion of the journey that we need to go on yeah. before we fully realise, yeah. um, fully realise the impact. Yeah.
0: And I suppose one of the, the latest things that's come out, which is, quite, is a challenge, is that, um, some of the tax-free childcare benefits for parents, which you've, you've ended up having to um, sort of instigate and, and respond to. Um, we know a lot of parents in Northumberland have applied for that. Um, but it's not as it's not as simple as it, it first seems. No,
1: it? no, that hasn't been, and I think because we were doing so well with parent supply and in places we were offered, you know, there was the opportunity there to trial tax-free childcare as well. So we almost volunteered to do that so that parents could benefit again from saving some more money on their childcare costs, and and parents have have um, welcomed that opportunity. Um, it's proven a challenge in terms of. Um, building it into a very busy schedule anyway for the 30-hour pilot. Um, But also it it does allow the opportunity to to test different digital systems um, alongside Ryan because we need to build in systems that check people's eligibility, um, which tax-free childcare will. Um, I think my experience of working with that is that our timescale, one of the strengths of the team is that we're very good at... Forecasting and planning in yeah. work that needs to be done quite far in advance, and this is a piece of work that that hasn't been able to be planned in yeah. as meticulously yeah. as other bits of work have been, and that's proven a challenge. But I'm sure
0: it'll be a challenge that's met, and um, again, we learned a lot from it. But there is a you know, I know the guys at, at County Hall were working a little bit later to try and address this straight away, weren't they? And, sort of quite a, it's back to that can-do attitude which I think it's been key it to has the whole process hasn't
1: it? Definitely been key and I think in terms of relationships within an extended team um, within County Hall information services and the data team have gone over and yeah, above yeah. you know we've had Excellent the Saturday mornings yeah. sometimes we're still there at six or after six on a night kind of trying yeah. to get systems written so that we can Stick to our time scales yeah. and, and, and experience this some of the successes
0: yeah, that we yeah. have. That's great. Hi, we're now joined by Carol, who's a grandma and um, of a, a, little, is it a little boy. Little boy, yeah, a little yes, boy three and year old nursery, mm-hmm. And he's actually benefiting, I suppose, the whole family is benefited from the 30 hours. Yes. Uh-huh. Would you like to just tell us a little bit about your experience of finding out about it and how you yes. actually got it? Uh, um,
2: well, um, uh, you did actually have the two year old entitlement oh, right. at a uh, school in Hexham. Yeah nursery school, and um, the um, son and his wife, the daughter-in-law, found out from school that there was going to be, um, when he turned three, um, he would obviously qualify for the three-year-old entitlement, and from September this this year, um, that he may get the 30 hours, um, which is extended on from the 15. Uh, So they looked into that, and um, even though they both work, parents both work, um, one part-time, one full-time and um, they've got, got the entitlement because of where they lived, yeah. so there was a boundary, and were just on the edge of yeah. the boundary, yeah. so they were really lucky, so they thought that was fantastic because the work, yeah. it helped obviously them yeah. with their uh, childcare worries yeah. because yeah. full time it's another full-time school, isn't it really, yeah. for, for him, and uh, they've just recently had a new baby as well mm. in July, mm. so that's helped a lot. Um, because mum can spend a bit more time with the baby as yeah, well. Yeah. And um generally it's working it's well good, yeah. really well. Yeah. And he's been there since September, yeah. the thirty hours. He's yeah. loving it. Yeah. Um I've picked him up from school a couple of times yeah. and he's um always seems happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. he's progressed a lot yeah. since he started the thirty hours mm-hmm. from the fifteen. Um he did have a little bit of a um delayed speech, but not major yeah. majorly. And since he's done start the thirty hours he's come on. Yeah. Amazingly. Yeah.
0: Um So he's, he's staying there does he go about nine o'clock and, at
2: night and three times? Yes, yeah, yes, that's right. Day, yeah. yes. And he has
0: his lunch in that there. which yes. must be new for him because uh-huh. he wouldn't have done does, that before yes, he has and, dinners.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and um he has his own little peg for his coat and yeah. his little drawer for yeah. his things. Yeah. Um when I've picked him up from school um we sort of queue up in the corridor. And mm-hmm. Each parent or one parent comes yeah. in uh, one at a time and they're all sitting on a mat. Oh, yeah. And the teacher keeps them there until their name's called. Yeah. And then he uh, when his name's called he jumps up and mm-hmm. you know. So he's good yeah. at to keep to the rules yeah, and yeah, all that getting yeah. school ready. Yeah. Um and he's quite he seems to have a lot of friends, yeah. which is brilliant. Which is what you want yes, at the end of the oh, day yes, yeah, he's yeah. Totally he yeah. interacted really well. Um, there was one day, the first time I picked him up, his little face lit up because he wasn't expecting me yeah. that day. And um, he pointed to me and then he poked his friend next yeah. to him on the mat and said, That's my grandma! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he didn't jump up like yeah. I would have expected him to. He stayed where he was. Yeah. Yeah. And the teacher said, You know, just wait, you're fine. And he um, did, he waited. So yeah. that was good. Yeah. So he's yeah getting that readiness That's for school good, yes. as well. Yeah. Um so the new babies in the family so everything's happening for them, but mm-hmm. um my daughter in law is going back to work some point in the near future. Yeah. Um so she now only has to worry about childcare for the baby. Yes. Um and are working f- around picking yeah. the other boy up from yeah. school. Have yeah. have they found childcare expenses a, a problem in the past or It's been it... a drain. Yeah. Yes. Has been a drain, um, and managing the um, the, little, the my grandson, the older one who yeah. goes to the school in Hexham, the, the three-year-old, he started off just doing two and a half days a week, yeah. um, and that worked fine. But now that he's got the five days, it's yeah. so much better for them yeah. to manage yeah. childcare.
0: Yeah. yeah. So. And do you find that um, sort of it's had an impact on other parts of the family, so not just going to the childcare? Mm-hmm. you know because there's obviously a little bit more money there because you're, yes. you're not paying for childcare yes,
2: uh-huh. does that impact on other things well definitely because um, they've put in to buy their first house oh, wonderful. Um, which they're hoping to get before Christmas yeah. um, it's a share buy house mm-hmm. so it's um, a 50% ownership 50% yeah. um, rental yeah. through ISOS the yeah. housing association um, so they've put in for their mortgage and they've been um Offered the mortgage yeah. for the 50%, mm-hmm. um, and so the finances are helping, you know, yeah. towards That's that. Good, the fact that they're not having to pay so yeah. much in childcare.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, um, we're really interested in the impact of, of, of a child yes. being out of the home, being looked after by other people, or yeah. in a nursery, or whatever. And will you know, you've already mentioned that they're more ready for school. Mm-hmm. Do you genuinely think that is the is, is it has that impact on him and he'd be better prepared to go to school next September?
2: Do From what I've seen, yes, yes, definitely. Um, I mean my husband, his granddad, recently yeah. had a birthday. Yeah. And um he, he wrote on the card. Yeah. And he, he was quite proud of the fact that he he'd been able it. to write on yeah. the card and yeah. put a little message on oh, with a bit of help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, he made a big thing of it, you yeah. know, when his granddad came to see him yeah. on his birthday. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's lovely. Um, so he's, it's that mark-making, yeah. um, starting to sense some achievement yeah. from things that he's doing. Yeah. Yes. Excellent. Uh-huh.
0: That's lovely, Carol. Thank you very much for joining Thank us. You. Yeah,
3: Thank you. Thank you. That's really good. <laughs>
0: Hi, we've now got um, Emma, her teacher from uh, just just around the corner from this children's centre. Emma, do you want to just tell
3: us who you are and what you what you're doing um, currently? Um, yeah, I'm a head teacher at Adeline First School, which is um, a school experiencing a huge amount of change at the minute. Um, we hope to become an academy later on in the year um, and see what kind of benefits that brings the school. Um, And one of the things that we are particularly interested in is extending our nursery provision to 30 hours.
0: Mm -hmm. That's good. And is that for September
3: 17? Um, In terms of the funding, I think it's more January. Right. Um, I've spoken to Eve and communicated via email. Um, in terms of funding um, the rounds of funding applying yeah. to be um, a provider we already have um, a nursery 26th yeah. place nursery that only operates during the morning mm-hmm. so we're hoping to extend our provision um, you know, for full days yeah. especially for yeah. parents who fall into this category yeah. Yeah. Um, we think it will greatly benefit the children yeah. um, and ultimately I suppose you know when we're aiming towards improving our GLD at the end of reception, yeah. um, it goes without saying that the more time the children are in nursery, the um, the more experiences we can provide, yeah. um, and therefore attain a higher level of GLD. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you 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 sort of must be feeling quite positive about that then. Yeah, and definitely. Optimistic. Yeah, we've, at,
3: we've um, spent a lot of time. Um, energy on our early years provision mm-hmm. and we recognise that access to that provision has um, a fundamental effect on our children yeah. we have um, as every does at the minute we're experiencing um, issues with our children arriving in the nursery um, with issues in terms of speech and language yeah. and that their own personal um, you know well-being in terms of often emotional well-being, but also things like toiletry and yeah. things like that. So the more access our children can have to where we're setting, the better. Yeah. Um, and that, that just is evident with the, yeah. the, with the progress the children are making in nursery in yeah. at the minute. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great.
0: I'm just wondering about um, when we first found out at the beginning of the year that we have got the thirty hours. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how much involvement you had at the beginning and how excited or, mm-hmm. you know, what you felt about about that and what your experience has been up to this point. Yeah. Certainly working with Eve, mm-hmm. if, if starting to think about
3: the 30 hours. Well, obviously with us becoming an academy later in the year, we're working with Sunderland quite a bit. Oh, right. Now, Sunderland aren't as far ahead as Northumberland in terms of the 30-hour provision, so I felt quite proud that, you know, I was working in a local authority that were... Um, you Know blazing the trail in that yeah, way, yeah. so obviously, it was something that initially it wasn't top of our priorities, yeah. but it is now, yeah. and it's really reassuring that I can email Eve and with whichever question I have. And um, there was some training offered um, a couple of weeks ago for Choppington yeah. in terms of rolling out um, a business model that settings could adopt. In terms of funding, pricing, yeah. um, ensuring that your project is valuable, um, and that was very useful. And actually, uh, a colleague from Wise Academies came along to that, and that's really been beneficial to <coughs> Sunderland as well. So to be part of um, a local authority that are really ahead, yeah, is nice. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I
0: think it's true, isn't it, That like we You've been trying to make it a regional thing. It's not just a isolate. Yeah. It's not Northumberland working alone. No. We are definitely um, learning from you know, yeah. and, and as you say, leading the way really. Yeah.
3: Because um, uh, a lot of schools are going to become academies and maybe linked to different local authorities. Um, therefore, it would be foolish of us just to say, oh, we're only going to work with Northumberland schools yeah. because ultimately, all of us are here for one reason, which is the children of the northeast. Yeah. so yeah, yeah, it's been it's been really good. It's good.
1: Um, I mean, part of our role as a pilot local authority is to do all that sharing as well. Yeah. So, as much as that we can be sharing with other local authorities regionally mm-hmm. and nationally, mm-hmm. um, the better. Yeah. But one of one of the main things that we're wanting to do from those business support workshops is to make sure that from the very outset that people are clear that the, it needs to be a viable business That's model right. for sufficiency and sustainability right. moving forward. Mm-hmm and what we've found from running some of those business workshops is that it's really sparked people's thinking around how am I going to do Definitely. it how yeah. are we going to plan it and it and we've had a lot of phone calls from schools since then asking like you have for yeah. us to come out and support mm-hmm. and um, and we'll kind of pride ourselves on the fact that we can come out as a team mm-hmm. you know turn up as an extended team with a development worker early years consultant and really look at it holistically and and plan with you from business right through the child's experience Mm -hmm. so that whatever we're helping people set up is sustainable and of a high quality as well Mm -hmm. and
3: for us knowing that you've kind of gone through this process with other settings and possibly come across um issues or problems and we can benefit from that experience because you know none of us want to set up um you know, a programme and then for it not to be successful yeah. um, and then have that kind of feeling of, oh, that didn't work yeah. or yeah. we couldn't sustain it financially. Um, so we're currently at the point where we've um, questioned the, the parents and um, asked for their opinion, you know, is this something that they would be interested in and are they eligible? Um, and as I say, we were quite pleased with the response um, and you know, we even had one parent come with the voucher and say, "Right, where can I sign up?" So for us, moving forward, there is a matter of urgency yeah. because ultimately one of our customers has come for something and we yeah. haven't been able to offer it yet, which nobody wants to be in that position. Um, also, there's the you know the competitive part of um, the school where we want our provision to be in line with other schools yeah. in the area. Um, and ensure that those children and those parents choose our school because of what we can we can offer for them. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So from a parent's point of view, um, has it took a bit of pushing to get parents to talk about it or have they found it out about it in other ways? Not
3: at all, they've been very, very proactive mm-hmm. um, and I think the documentation that we received from Northumberland which we rolled out to our parents, mm-hmm. you know, just sparking that question... You know, are you eligible? Yeah. Um, it was a very high-quality flyer. Yeah. Um, caught the parents' eyes, and then, you know, that, that kind of got the ball rolling. Yeah. Um, similarly, the response from the questionnaire, you know, you send a questionnaire home and you have to, sometimes nag for them to be put back in the book bag, and the turnaround was pretty quick, which yes. to me was a case of, um, we want this, and can you, you know, yeah. quickly get it into yeah. place? Yeah. Our um turmoil is that we need to yes, we want to put this in place but we do want to do it well. Yeah. And and we don't want it to um, be anything less than a excellent provision for yeah. our children.
0: From um, a practical point of view, mm-hmm. you could probably could you have children who may be to a childminder in the morning, get dropped off at you, have mm-hmm. yeah. have the full thirty hours with you and yeah. then go to another Yeah. Thing, and then maybe have lunches with you which they're not used to so there's some practical things there is the and race. for children and for the staff yes. and the whole school I suppose
3: the, but whole, the, I the only straightforward thing is the room itself mm-hmm. um, that we have a nursery that operates purely um, in the morning yeah. currently yeah. so that our idea is that the afternoon would also become a nursery session yeah. um, and we would have one consistent member of staff across the day yeah. um, you know in terms of children moving from one setting to another that would be decided on an individual basis yeah. but I think there's that satisfaction of offering working parents what they need um, and so that people can you know go to work and not feel at all that any of the childcare is compromised yeah. or that they're paying so much they can't afford to go to work mm. Um you know, our, our parents are certainly moving in that direction yeah. because they can now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, as a working mum myself, I wish we'd had this yeah. opportunity. Maybe a few people. And um, mm-hmm. certainly have less exhausted ground walking <laughs> yes. around, which at the minute we yeah. have, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: definitely. Do you think the staff in the school um, uh, will be challenged by this or just...
3: Um, I think the nursery staff will be challenged Mm -hmm. um, in terms of the logistics, um, but I think because we only have a part-time nursery at the minute, um, our nursery teacher will feel comforted that she will have one hat on in a day, rather than up to six, because she covers PPE in the afternoon, so Mm -hmm. I think for her to be our designated nursery teacher without any other hats on, I think she'll really look forward to Um and the quality of that provision yeah. because like everything if if it's diluted yeah you know, it's not going to be as effective.
0: Yeah. And I mean I'm passionate about early years and I, I do feel like mm-hmm. if you start at the bottom and you get that Absolutely. the foundations right
3: Absolutely.
0: that yeah. you see that right the way through really the school hard. don't you? Yeah. And yeah. it's it's sort of putting some status back mm-hmm. in think, to is, the
3: early years. Um, and I don't think fifteen hours is enough. I think yeah. our children you know people have commented Oh do you I think it would be too much and I think um the the expectations of what yeah. our nursery children are capable of, um, and would have to reflect that in the environment, ensure yeah. that there was, um, you know, high quality lunches, which we do. Currently, our nursery children already stay for their lunch, um, right. but also, you know, ensure that the environment had areas to rest and have some quiet yeah. time. Yeah. It was a long day. Yeah. Um, there's implications for things like changing, changing yeah. facilities, which we'd have to think about. Um, and as I say, just ensuring we have the right staff, mm-hmm. um, that will be important as well.
0: Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. So obviously you, you're up for the challenge. Um, and the Yeah, and you know you've got people like Eve mm-hmm. who can help you mm-hmm. out, and and I know that's uh, you know that that conversation that you know you can get on the phone, can't you? That's It's true. it's, it's oh, good, yes. and uh, and I know it's people do. Cause the power <laughs> of the union Yeah, yeah. The power yeah, of the yeah.
3: I think um, there hasn't been any question too silly. You know, and Eve's recognised that I'm just starting in terms of this provision. So, um, you know, the response has been clear and quick, which is helping us from our point of view. But I do feel it's very much a partnership moving forward. Um, And, you know, the the quality of support has been fantastic. So, yeah.
2: Mm, Thank
1: you. We're looking forward to come visit you just after Mm -hmm. half term. And I think you know, we'll come as a team but we'll come with the real open mindedness that we're all learning together, yeah. we're all trialing together. Yes. Nobody has a specific answer. You know, we do around certain things That's like right. ratios and things that are set in right. stone. But it's very much about learning together and trialing yeah. and, and trial and error actually. Yeah. Yeah. In this pilot year. So that we can help Mm -hmm. inform other people as we all move forward. So we've got some learning already from other people, Mm -hmm. but actually some of the work we do with you will will really help inform the learning for the next lot of people coming through.
3: Because it's because it is all new to us. So, you know, things, advice in terms of ratio, um, costing, how it's paid for, all of these things um, are important that we get them right from the onset, you know. Yeah,
0: definitely. Well, that's great. Thank you for
3: Thank joining you. us this morning.
0: Uh, appreciate that. No problem. And we'll come back and uh, talk to you again yes. next year once you up and running you can with come
3: it. Come and see
0: my <laughs> fabulous studio provision. <laughs> lovely, lovely. <laughs> um, okay, we we now have Di with us. Um, and are, are you just from around the corner, Di? Is, are you
3: not?
4: Yeah. Have you walked here today?
0: <laughs> yes, I've just
4: come over the uh, the car park. So we have yeah. a nursery um, just there from uh, called Di and Jim's, Yeah. And we've been there twelve years now. Mm-hmm. I also have a nursery in Hexham which opened in, oh gosh, 2006, uh, 2000, um, yep. but we've been working as a business since uh, 1995, so it's okay. quite a long haul. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, good. So you've seen lots of changes in the in the past. Absolutely, and yes. Uh, yeah. And this year we've we've sort of opened up the pilot. We were mm. very successful, I think, to, to sort of win that pilot. Some people um, really want just to apply for mm. it. Um, so what was what did how did you find out about it and what what kind of experience did you have, um, in maybe your parents coming to you to have this? Uh,
4: well, generally, I think I found out about it through uh, Northumberland County Council, yeah. you know, contacting us yeah. and um, through emails and, yeah. and messages and things like that. And uh, obviously, it was on the news. Uh, you, know, yeah. you know, it's been everywhere, really. Yeah. And so. Um, and my husband, he's always Jim, yeah. the other half of Jim's. Yeah. He's always on the board new things that are coming up, and uh, especially like the two year f- yeah. uh, free funded as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so ba- just a, f- a bit from everywhere, really. And uh, so. And
0: were you excited about it? Well, yes and
4: no, um, because we had, uh, obviously, depending on, I think in Prudhoe, it's, well, it varies really, because uh, it depends if how near you are to a school. I think yeah. as to whether you benefit from it or not. And if you're like in the middle of the country and there's no schools there, I think you've got a big benefit. Yeah. But mm. because you've got schools beside you, mm. are you doing? I'm not sure you're doing.
3: We're thinking about it in January. We're yeah. kind of investigating the thirty-hour provision, mm-hmm. but we certainly haven't looked at. The we haven't started to. But so yeah. no. mm. yeah. well,
4: we we are getting a bit of. We've got some parents that have been with us from the beginning, yeah. just doing us and not doing anything else. Yeah. And so they've continued on to do the 30 hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's mainly in Prudhoe. Yeah. Uh, because they like what we do, they're happy, they're not really wanting to get... And it, it, suits, it suits them. You mm-hmm. know, it's, if they're working, t- you know, 8 till 6 every day, mm-hmm. they don't want to have to worry about um, their children being in cars, getting picked up from schools, yeah. around and things like mm-hmm. that. And uh, And so some parents have sort of said straight, away, look, we just want to do it without that yeah. and, and they're stretching it into the holidays as well. Yeah. The stretching has been quite a mind-boggling thing, but yeah. uh, we've, I think we've managed to...
0: is it. Is it a system of working out hours against money and or what what makes it?
4: Yeah, I think uh, I think we've sorted it now, but it was just when say somebody uses just five hours in the term time, and then they want uh, what they've accrued. To use in the holidays, yeah. mm. and and so we've sort of calculated that out, and that took and that it's getting it on your computer.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's not really it's what nursery uh, system that you've got, yeah. and uh, and that's the hardest thing getting it onto that because okay. we've just started a new system in Hexham and it's a bit. The constantly. invoicing yeah, f- f-
1: yeah so mm. for the work matters and invoicing yeah. are you offering full, full flexibility then absolutely yeah.
4: yes I mean we're doing at Hexham we're doing quite a few pickups we've got a massive art school club running now because of the seal closing their art school club
3: mm-hmm.
4: and now we're also having the nursery children after school as well mm-hmm. so some nights we're picking up six children on foot oh, walking yeah, them back yeah. separately from the school children yeah. because they come out different times so we're getting a bit of the wraparound there, but like the West, what's, what's happening at the West, I think in Prudhoe is that their parents are paying to stay till six. Yeah. 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 And so I don't know whether that's something that you're gonna sort of look at but as well. Currently
3: our children can pay to stay until six, our older children. Mm. Um, but I think in terms of us in the 30 hour provision, our, the, the flexibility that Dying Gyms can offer mm-hmm. in terms of holidays. Yeah, you um, see, this is a thing that parents don't realise, you know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We wouldn't be, you know, our, our provision would be very much within the school day. Mm-hmm. So, our extended, what we were offering certainly wouldn't have the flexibility of, of Dying Gyms Nursery. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It would be from 9 to 3, kind yeah. of thing, you know, that, those kind of hours. <coughs> um, I think
4: what the thing is with us, though, is we're not an after-school club in Prudhoe, no, so yeah. we can't really take in a lot of no, no, three- and five-year-olds. Yeah. We're pretty busy in the yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. up to three. Yeah. But then it sort of drops off.
0: Yeah. Yes, In some ways, it sounds like it's good news, doesn't it, that everybody's so busy. It's the our two-year-olds. I think the two two-year-olds has, the complex has helped areas.
4: us right. mm-hmm. a lot, really, yeah. Yeah. in this area. Mm-hmm. But then the three-year-olds are going to
0: drop off because of this 30 hours. Right. So you, do you mm-hmm. feel that's a threat to your business? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. I suppose part of our planning to get everybody um, up and running, keep sufficiency and for September two thousand seventeen, when it's a full rollout, mm-hmm. is to build partnerships. Yeah. Okay. Look, you know, locality yeah. partnerships, and even and I start to talk about that, and ha- you know, and that would be, we need to start doing that quickly don't we and start Mm. getting people to appreciate each other's business and how we keep the child at the center of it but I think it's down to the parent really
4: they they just want them to be in school from three
0: yeah
4: this is the way of the world basically yeah as soon as there's a uniform on offer and uh you know they've got that chance of getting into school they just want them to be there it's like off you go
1: you know I think there's a, there's a very mixed market out there, isn't there? There's your parents who are working full days like that, and they're maybe working three full days, mm-hmm. so three ten-hour days in a nursery like Dye and Gym suits their working yeah. pattern and suits their needs for flexibility. And you've got parents with other needs mm-hmm. where school a nine little three-ish type <clears throat> model would work very well. And then you've also got a market that's somewhere in between that on a scale. And I think what we can do as a team is is help you in your localities work out actually how you can complement each other so that you're providing a service for your community Mm. along that scale Mm. Um, and so that everybody can make sure that the child's at the heart of that but also, you know, be open to that level of flexibility that some parents Mm. do need. Mm.
3: That's going to be difficult when, you know, is trying to to run a business and, and Adelaide is a business and, you know, in terms of something being valuable and having enough vouchers to ensure you can pay that member of staff that's a real challenge because ultimately we have staff to pay and mm-hmm. um, so moving forward I think and this is something I mean I know Diane I tried to meet in the pan in time has, has been people. Well, snow was against us <laughs> <you remember? laughs> um, thom- so I think we're just so busy <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm here two days a week and in fact in yeah, two days a week I think there's so definitely I mean. the the opportunity to look at within this small area of land in Prudhoe, we have the Children's <laughs> Centre, Dying Gyms and Adelaide First School. If you look at what we're providing, mm-hmm. and there probably is overlap, which in terms of people running businesses, that can be quite difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, to, so to kind of audit what we're offering would be great moving
1: forward, yeah. Mm-hmm. We can offer that support because obviously you've got children from what age, to Birth. 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 Oh. And they are probably... Going to become pupils of your school, so right through from two-year-old entitlement and that kind of early intervention right through Mm. to to school is is an important journey for those children and to understand between you how that works. Yeah, can only be a positive.
3: Absolutely, and you know, in terms of um, the paperwork that's passed from one establishment to another. You know, you're not losing that ground in between a child leaving dying gyms and coming to two Adelaide yeah, as, yeah. as they as they become older. That would certainly be something we would welcome. Yeah, mm. it's just time, isn't it? It's, you know.
4: I think we're, in in the case of Prado, we um, they've got an art school club in the school yeah. and a holiday club mm-hmm. at um, the West. Yeah. So I think it will teeter out from three onwards. Mm. But at Hexham, they don't have an of school mm-hmm. club now mm-hmm. because we have it, mm-hmm. so we've benefited a bit mm-hmm. yeah. in that respect, in a lot. In yeah. Fact. Yeah. But there's only so many we can pick up from nursery and and have in our nursery because it's only twenty-six place nursery at Hexham; yeah. it's much smaller. Yeah. Um, so we can only go. We can only offer parents so much uh, at three o'clock, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah.
4: Um, but obviously, it's only for one year, and then they go automatically into our art school club so it's very mm. seamless you know it's yeah. just they we'll go on until the 13 after that yeah. really as long yeah. as, long as yeah. parents want yeah. mm-hmm. um so it's just different in both nurseries really it's very how different to, very different catchments yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and and if you were to offer the, the eight or six that would mm-hmm. definitely start to kick in with us
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the eight to six for
4: a little bit because obviously we have our siblings that go yeah. to you we've yeah. only said siblings um, because of our facility and we don't
0: have an yeah. out-school sort of. yeah. so would you We do separate an area off all of yeah. them and everything. But um, mm-hmm. So at this point in time, is it a concern that the school would do 8 till 6 or is it a benefit that they might do 8 till 6?
4: I think here not so much mm-hmm. because um, but I, um, the West already doing it so it's, yeah. it's you know it's out there. But, yeah. but because we don't it, I think it's because of the fact that we don't have an out you don't have an out of school club and we don't have a one. Um so mm-hmm. I think if
0: you did start going on to that. So perhaps um, you know in the future going that going forward type stuff is it just depends to sit on, your on locality, really, it. What's in that locality. area. Yeah. Really it's, it's all bespoke. down to that I
1: think. Yeah. It's very it bespoken. There's there's no one model that fits. I all. think somebody like Meadows yeah.
4: out and you know, the nursery out on the A sixty nine they'll benefit absolutely from it
1: yeah because there's no schools
4: in the area and the parents just literally pass the door to commute to newcastle yeah Mm
3: -hmm.
4: you know and that's it might Maybe some to molden i don't know but you know
3: uh
4: might lose a few there Mm -hmm. but um generally there it's it's definitely where you are and who's on Mm -hmm. on
0: your doorstep so out of all of this um Cause this is pilot year obviously we're not doing the full one one of the things that we're expected to do is learn from the mm, from course, the pilot yeah. you know so have you got any advice to give to back to the local authority about what we could do better or what we've done mm. well or what um I, what what you we, I don't
4: know
0: it's difficult that
4: if jim was here probably would be able to <laughs> yeah. but um i think it's it's early days yet really so i mm. think we're just sort yeah. of taking it as it comes
0: did you use the business? There was, we had some business support training that was offered. Did, were you able to access that at all?
1: I didn't, I didn't no, access that. No, no.
4: No. I think we just managed to sort of uh, decide which way we were going to do it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the download was really useful that document um, with how to work it out. The you ready reckoners Yeah, the, the ready reckoners so because yeah. yeah. I got to the point of how am I going to
1: calculate this? You know, and blah, you know, and it, and it really worked out. Okay, oh, what time. is the ready reclative? Um it, It's a tool that we developed um, to support childcare providers and parents understand um, how many hours they're taking, oh. especially if they're taking it over more than, than one provision. Um, we kind of predicted that um, because of how free we're being with flexibility across the county in terms of allowing parents and childcare providers to work out what works for their parent and their working needs... We were becoming very aware that there was a potential that a a provider or a parent could overspend their 30 hours. And and in trying to make sure that that didn't happen and parents didn't receive bills um, that they weren't expecting um, for for privately funded hours because they'd overspent their 30, we developed um, a a tool within an Excel spreadsheet that just literally calculates the hours over the amount of weeks you're taking them, depending on if it's a a um, a 38-week-a-year provision, 40, etc., um, and, it, and it just supports providers to yeah. work out how much your parents used yeah. and, and what they've got remaining. So practical, tool practical tools <laughs> yeah, really to, to support um, the kind of headache of, of funding in hours. Yeah. Okay. I
4: mean, we've got one parent in, in uh, proto here and she's got an hour and a half left. An hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I've got a claim <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> to use in holidays, yes. which will accrue yeah. Yeah. Uh, over six weeks, six, seven weeks mm-hmm. to one day for her, one mm-hmm. full day in the holidays. Mm-hmm. But the the point is, and she's got her daughter with us, so we'll keep her. It, again, it depends yes. on that. Mm-hmm. If she, that's probably the only reason why she's got that left, because what the day she's actually working, she's using it all at the West, mm-hmm. and there's an hour and a half left, mm-hmm. and. So only because I think our daughter's with us, younger daughter, that she's mm-hmm. going to bring her in on the holidays. Otherwise she would have probably just continued it through, used it yeah. all up, yeah. and spread it into the holidays maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it just really depends mm-hmm. it's just a bit on everybody's it's circumstances, a yeah. you know, yeah, what hours they work. Yeah. And we we're trying to be as very flexible as possible mm-hmm. for parents. Mm-hmm. And How that's do you that's you why our that booking flexible. system is really hard on the computer, you know, it's like crazy.
1: So administratively full flexibility is yeah. is is is, mm. is a challenge mm, isn't it yeah. it full flexibility do you find it a challenge in terms of your business viability or, or are you just using this pilot year to see how that I goes? think I, I, I think
4: it'll have it's, it's a I don't think it'll have a knock on effect too much i think we're we're happy with the amount i believe that's you know coming in from it mm-hmm. um as long as we can keep busy through the day with our under threes, yeah, uh, that's the main
1: sort of end of it at Hexham.
4: Uh, so in
1: terms of that, you're using other parts of your business yeah, to buffer exactly, some of yeah. the rate that you get. Yeah, promote for... a bit
4: more 2 year funded in Hexham, that would be good. Yeah. Um, but here, we seem to have a, quite a good intake of 2 year funded, and that's yeah. keeping us you know, on yeah. the keel at the moment, which is yeah. really useful. And I know
1: Jim's been really um, proactive in getting... Children for two year old entitlement. Yeah. I've had a lot of conversations with them about how we can improve He's take up phone, and etc. Yeah. And, et and that, that, yeah. is, that is a big um, yeah. help to the local authority because obviously well. one of our targets is high take up of two year old entitlement. So yeah. you are I very think Prudhoe definitely more so than
4: uh, I'm not sure of the intake in Hexham certain yeah. places doing
0: well with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just to sort of round that up, what impact do you think, if any, this is going to have on children having this? you know additional hours or well some are benefiting I
4: yeah. mean it depends on the child I think generally as to how they are themselves away from the parents I yeah. think they're very young to be going into a, a, you know they're, they're going to be doing school at three basically nine till three
2: yeah.
4: is school wasn't it yeah. and that's what you're offering yeah. um, but I'm just talking to uh, my deputy manager's son uh, has got it she's on maternity leave yes. at the moment and, um, and she says he loves it yeah. He's four in February, and he's taken to it. He was quite not very confident. He used, to, you know, he was in with us, so and now he's obviously going there because she's on maternity yeah. leave and everything. And uh, um, and obviously, as he's got older, his confidence has increased. Yeah. Anyway, but I th- she just thinks he's really doing really, really well, good. and they do like. I mean, we, stopped, we tried with uniforms and everything yeah, here because yeah. the parents liked it. And I think it has a big impression on parents, yeah. you know, obviously it saves on what you have to wear yeah. in the morning, get the new wardrobe and everything. Uh-huh. But um, I don't know. I think it just really depends on the child. Yeah. It comes down to that yeah. as to how they adjust. It's that unique child. And it's it's it is because you've got a child that clings to the apron strings that yeah. will not be separated. Mm-hmm. Even when they get to school at four or five, mm-hmm. it's difficult. Mm-hmm. But the majority, I think they just seem to take the yeah. take it in their stride. Yeah. A lot of them, they come in and they're quite m- subdued when they come back. They're quite tired. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, they've had a nice, refreshing walk up from the school, like, <laughs> so, which is rather uh, good for them anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, so you have like a, a walk-in bus type? Yeah, uh, yeah. Which it's, it's,
4: it. I've walked it. It takes 10 minutes, yeah. you know. But with a child tired, you might talk about 15. Yeah. Um, there's a shortcut right through the you know. Oh. The time. Great. But um, yeah, so I th- I think time will tell. You know, really how. Yeah, I think it's just the way of the world, isn't it? You know, this I suppose is what the future is that parents want their children to learn sooner because mm-hmm. that's the the learning age, isn't it? Where they if you don't yeah. do it now, this they get lost off sort of mm-hmm. later
0: on. I suppose you know we could debate that all day, couldn't mm-hmm. we? About. What is learning, and when? When does it start? I mean, I still effort. say
4: that I think there should be children should be allowed to play and have a bit of fun and run around in the puddles and yeah. go yeah. down, you know, and do all the sort
0: yeah. of. I'm sure Emma, in your um, when you have a full time nursery, mm-hmm. you'll be ensuring that mm-hmm. that. Happiness, yeah, just
4: the, it's the play time, isn't it? Not too much structured.
3: May concern is the policing of this, if you like, for want of a better word, you know, to ensure that if we are from children 30 hours yeah, it, yeah, that it's a good third, hours yeah. and it's not, um, you know, a time for, um because from our point of view, if we do it well, our school will reap the benefits, you know, to speak crudely, and with attainment, you know, um, and. Yeah and I know that's not what it's all about but like Dye yeah. says that it's the way of the world Would you open in the holidays then? No, case? not at all oh. I don't think we would So it's not a stretch No, path, I think yeah. it would be that we would simply have a morning and afternoon nursery um, yeah. so in terms of flexibility we wouldn't be able to offer you know, what you know and James were offering yeah. um, but it would mean that we had Longer with the children, which is ultimately what what we want, because we can um, spend longer focusing on what we feel they need. Mm. Um, from a monetary point of view, Di how how did you start to weigh up staff versus um, income and things like that? Was there a, was there a figure that Mm-hmm. An hourly rate? Where I think it's just off, ratios,
4: yeah. you've just got to keep an eye on your ratios, really. Right. I mean, obviously, we're at one in eight. Right. And, uh, I, you know, I think it's just making, keeping, I'm, I'm quite strict on, mm-hmm. I'm very strict, in fact, on ratios mm-hmm. now, and, and my staff cover is absolutely to the letter, yeah, you know, and I think you have to, yeah. to make sure that you're and even when they go on holiday i try and cover quite a bit to keep the costs down but yeah. I'm getting a little bit on now from that so yeah. uh, I think you've just got to you've just got to like I was saying before just offer as much flexibility as yeah. possible and even that I was thinking now that if you could promote with your parents maybe that we could take them in the holidays mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because mm-hmm. we lose our two-year-olds in the holidays so that would keep our end sort mm-hmm. of topped up yeah. in the
0: holidays which is and we could probably work together with that and see mm-hmm. how we could support each other with that yeah, yeah. Um, that'd be great if we mm. could start from here. and mm. start to have proper conversations about a business model for the locality yeah. or for your little neighbourhood because I think I think your school
4: struggles with child minders and things like that don't they you very rarely can get people to come and pick yeah, up from the school yeah it
3: has been a huge issue um, and this is why we've often taken
4: if, on the after school journey yeah. you know even though we don't it's like strange. I say have a separate room for them Yeah, we yeah. just have a birth to age sorry a uh, three to uh, two to eight room, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but we like that's why we've always kept it as the children that we've had from birth that yeah. have just moved on to you and then they've come yeah. back to us because there's you know space mm-hmm. wise. But in the holidays, our staff are still there, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the numbers drop because of the yeah. two-year old funded. And yeah. this is what mm-hmm. we did have a, a, a point where we put a lot of our staff under term time only right. last year, and try, that was yeah. to try and keep. You know, so the cost down in the holidays, I yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
4: because I remember mean, we've probably got about 25 2 rows. Yeah. you know, which is quite a lot, yes. uh, you know, and um, and so when they're not in the holidays, you think, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah.
3: laughs> you still still having your staffing costs to cover, and that's ultimately, mm-hmm. I think, our concern that moving forward, you know, if we are then saying we're going to make a teacher full time, I'll take on a teacher to cover... What that teacher ordinarily would have been doing, um, we have to make sure that obviously the money coming in covers that. and I think it's interesting what you're saying about buffering the cost because sometimes it's worth losing um, money um, if you can, and it isn't too much to ultimately achieve you know. I keep bringing it back to the JLD, but it would ultimately achieve a stronger JLD because um, of what you've put in in the yeah. time before there. Yeah. You know, I mean that
0: that good level of development. Yeah. is it is an indicator of how well you it know is. whatever it, it's people so it feel is. about it. it is. It is it's an indicator so of how is. well we're doing. Yeah, yeah. it is, and it, you um, know
3: whether we like it or not, we're measured against it, yeah. um, and. To have a satisfying score, to know that your early years' provision has had an impact, yeah.
0: that's ultimately what we're yeah. all here for. I, th- I think s- the idea of looking at a partnership is understanding that it's actually starting mm-hmm. well, at birth for a child, but mm-hmm. in say, your nursery mm-hmm. day, you're mm-hmm. actually starting that journey to mm-hmm. a GLD mm-hmm. at three months old or at birth or whatever you've got. So yeah. it's it's understanding that whatever happens with you yeah. in, a, in a PVI setting, is, is added on to mm-hmm. in
3: the school? Because perhaps? ultimately, the minute the partnership is, the um, dying gyms come and collect children from our school, yeah. mm. and it's it's not only the relationship we would have with parents, where you would say, oh, this one's done this, yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, it's that kind of level, So to take it up to a different level, mm. um, which I think will be a challenge, because yeah. we're both you know running businesses, and we're yeah. both trying to make yeah. something valuable. Um, I
1: think that's where and Eve parties. comes in yeah. Yeah. again to... We can just, come and, and, you know, support those relationships mm-hmm. and have discussions and look at what you can
3: yeah. both
1: do to, because to thrive as, as, as separate yeah, businesses working in partnership. That's
3: it, because, you know, when a new parent comes to our school, having the knowledge of what's on offer in Dying James, um, you know, it's pretty much... Here's the leaflet oh, off yeah. you go and find out where if we could sort of celebrate what's happening across the yard more. Um, yeah,
0: you'd be, would be great. saying we
1: work in partnership oh, and yeah. we mean it.
0: You know, it's yeah. a real genuine partnership.
1: In a community facility for your yeah. parents yeah. to ensure that mm-hmm. they're getting what they need.
3: Mm-hmm. So, the, in terms of covering your staffing costs and things today, how do you work it out? How much do you get per hour? I'm looking at be quite. <laughs> crude about it. Um,
4: <laughs> well, yeah. I just I, I look at how much do you offer us, yeah. and mm-hmm. then um, obviously we've got the if they're using two or more providers, and there's an mm-hmm. extra a add-on to that, it? Mm-hmm. and it it nearly comes to our hourly rate. Um, so I think
3: so it's pretty much in line if you if we
4: can keep much. the numbers steady enough, then it would work, you know, but. I mean, we're not massive in with our over threes no. No. Uh, because we have a, a mixed age group from in the same room and two, you know, um, and I think there seems to be just a lot more interest in us with the, the two to threes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we have got, a. you know, we get a lot of working parents that come through into the baby room and they come through and then they, and then as soon as the term after the three they say, right, they're going off to the west or yeah. they're coming to you or, mm-hmm. um, and and that's how it's been sort of recently, really. Yeah, that's Out do
1: curiosity do you charge for meals? You die. Yeah, because if you if do, we are funded. If, if
4: they're using all the funded, then yes, we charge for meals. But we are initially, uh, we include everything. Yeah. But now we have we we are charging for meals, and yeah. they're bringing their own nappies, whereas before everything was like that was included. Yeah. If they're
1: still in nappies at really yeah. three. And are parents happy enough to? Yes, be paid they, understand the they, they understand that.
4: They seem to. It. As they say straight away, "Oh, I understand. We have to pay for meals." And, mm-hmm. um, so
1: the voucher
3: covers the childcare. Uh, yeah. There's additional well, so they could send. Like I say,
4: it's still, uh, you know, it hasn't been running very long yet, and, mm-hmm. um, uh, but yes, and and if we can keep them in the holidays a little bit as well, I think mm-hmm. that would be, you know, more useful yeah. to us. Um, mm-hmm. Like I say, in Prudhoe, there's, there's a few holiday clubs out there. Yeah. And so it's, um, it's a matter of not just... Not
3: for that kind of early years, age bracket, though, is there? I mean, well,
4: there's the, the West. I'm not sure whether St. Matthews have got one or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other clubs, isn't there? There's not just school clubs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's football yes, clubs and there's um, mm-hmm. everything out there, yeah. you know, that so the parents sometimes, you know, have an alternative mm-hmm. thing mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm.
1: But, um. so in terms of the rate the, the funding rate when when, when when we've been given our rate from DFE which took quite a long time to come through actually in terms of them telling us how much they were going to give us um, as an hourly rate for the pilot um, although we were waiting on that we're still yeah. ploughed ahead with planning and communicating and just letting you know every week we still don't know a rate yet but as soon as we do we'll yeah. let you know um, and 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 the funding rate is an uplift on what you would get for your first 15 mm-hmm. hours um, you know, it's a 32 pence uplift across the full 30 hours, mm-hmm. has that been a benefit to your business in terms of that, that uplifted rate? Oh, I would say so, definitely. For the 30 yeah. hours? Yes. And that has uh, that brought things more in line I think I see, it'll with never be enough because, because yeah.
4: you know, you've got to consider that we've mm-hmm. got to send staff down to the school and I have to send two staff down to pick up you know, over four children. So, you know, I'll make sure that there's two staff with that amount. And so there's that cost, because then I've got to suddenly think, ah, in the nursery, we're now two staff down, because two are going down to... You know, so there's all that we've yeah. got to take into consideration as well. Yeah. I mean, they've been mm-hmm. over to Adelaide. Adelaide's not so bad no way, because hasn't. it's, uh, you know, mm-hmm. a ten
0: minute turn. But right.
1: that's where partnership arrangements can potentially look at actually whose staff are best placed yeah. to do that kind of walk yeah. and bus for mm-hmm. those children in terms mm-hmm. of business viability because mm-hmm. it might be actually if you can't release staff that maybe Adelaide staff could do. it. So we can have all those kind of discussions yeah. in a partnership that might make. Mm-hmm. working and, and who 's the best person to move the child actually if the child 's been with somebody all day, is it better that they are then mm-hmm. and we can we can look at all yes, of that which it, yeah. mm-hmm. I think it's
4: um, it's it 's worked with us because we we've we 've decided that you know if we didn 't do it we wouldn 't have the children that we 've got yeah. Yeah. so I think that 's why we come over at twelve o'clock and pick up because we 've offered that to parents from the start. Mm-hmm we say that we're doing the wraparound we've always done wraparound since day one in Proto we've, we've said um,
1: that we'll always pick up and drop off can um, I think that be
3: crude and just ask what the hourly rate is please
1: so the hourly rate that we get from DFE is £4 in a penny across the full 30 hours mm-hmm. um,
3: that's, that's without the uplift either. No, no that, that is that's
1: with really the uplift. Um, so that's a 32 pence uplift on what we get currently mm-hmm. for, um, mm-hmm. for uh, 15 hours, 3 and 4 hours. Now that, that actually um, wants, there's different things happen to that amount of money in County Hall in terms of um, centrally retaining some money for staff and costs, etc. So that we can come out and support you to, to deliver your entire.:: so how much does this set in, so actually, it yeah. works out at £3.74, 3.74. as a um, as a as a base rate once we mix it all into the first 15 hours and, and, and divide it back out mm-hmm. um, so across a 10 hour day that's £37.40
4: would you work in a, a 1 in 13 ratio then or would you because that's um, teacher
3: status isn't it yeah that, so. and I think it's
4: then you would benefit
3: it's all more but yeah you but know, I, I, to be it's honest it's
4: it's hard work
3: we're str- we would my staff
4: with struggle variation. with eight and they've I think got go she's got a degree to... but it's not teacher
3: status no and I think we'll go back to and eight three three-year-olds is enough for anybody is, to deal with Not 13. their demands are quite high really still at that age absolutely mm. um and i think you know currently we have children who would need support with their own personal um needs um, if they were here for the 30 hours so we'd have to have that reflected in the staffing, but I think going back to what we've originally said, the reason we're doing this is to really offer something unique to the children and you can't do that without skilled staff and having plenty of skilled staff around you, otherwise you know, you're not going to be proud of what you see when you walk around, Yeah. yeah
4: I think it's going to be hard on the children that are just like three in August, and then going straight into thirty hours. Yeah. They still have sleeps, a lot of them. Yeah. You know, I suppose some it, of them are still in dream. nappies, and there's no, yeah. you can't discriminate, you so you've the, got to take them with the nappies. The nineteen
0: eighties, uh, early nineties, it was standard for children to have full time nursery. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my son did. I think Eve did. Did you? He, he yeah. went to full time nursery. Mm-hmm. So, you know, most people in their early thirties now did were offered full time mm-hmm. nursery and mm-hmm. it was pretty much accepted but it didn't have necessarily have the childcare wrapped around it. Mm-hmm. And I think what this is thrown up are challenges of more parents working mm-hmm. full time mm-hmm. and or even part time mm-hmm. and even full time days if you you know like long days yeah. kind of thing. So I think the childcare element is always complex and it's always mm-hmm. changing. And it's some people think it's a really profitable business, but it's a complicated business and it's certainly not a profit, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there are some people there, but generally on the ground, it's a hard business isn't it, it's a hard business to run you've got to constantly be at it and you're dealing with the most vulnerable people in society mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. The, the key about it is in early years I think, to do it, you have to be passionate about the, the needs and the mm-hmm. wants and the, the sort of aspiration for children mm-hmm. I do feel in Northumberland that that is one of the key things that we've that's led on this, and it's certainly a driver for um, for, pe- for people like Eve, is to ensure that children, t- if we're going to do it, let's make sure we do it well. And I think that's one of the things that drives, um, certainly from County Hall, and mm-hmm. talking to yourselves, and know that you drive it. Mm-hmm. The business is not necessarily going to thrive because of it, no. but you're still doing it because you know parents mm-hmm. and children
3: mm-hmm. need
0: to have that. I don't know if you would agree with that. I but think that's... with
3: the, of the children are going to benefit from this. Yeah. Um, I know our children certainly are.
4: Um. What will happen when, if, because once you've got it in place, if a parent suddenly says oh well, but I'm going to change in January, but you've already organised your stretch right across the year, yeah. so how's that going to
1: affect? So that that is one of the challenges that we will be trialling and just seeing how it goes because Obviously. it is... It is a potential that it can happen. We've never done it before, so we yeah. don't know the answer. So we'll be working with providers on a one to one basis that's around that's going to be
4: quite difficult for us that it has costed it out over the year, probably. You know, we've kind of calculated it. Because we've always got to look ahead.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh, and yeah. you can't just like go on it's and I'll say in January. Yeah, about. and, and Pretty Prud-
3: Prud- Prud- West are already They've, they've started partners. it, yeah, yeah. So that must have had an impact as well. Yeah. And for Dai to project how that's going to affect her business yeah. um, is it real? It oh, a real That's we see more in businesses really, and yeah. you know I think ultimately for us to put our own setting to one side and go for the greater good will be will be a challenge. It really will. Um,
0: and I th- I, we really want to give good business support. Mm-hmm. We've had people in to do that and we can continue to do that for people. Mm-hmm. Because it's a pilot um I suppose that's why we've thrown up these things yeah. so that when it comes to a universal kind of offer, yeah. Um, yeah. we're ready for that. And yes. so we're we need to hear about ourselves. the complicated Sorry. stuff yeah. as well as the the stuff that works. We need to appreciate now the complicated yeah. um, things yeah. as well, which is what you're sort of you're fully aware of because you're in the middle of it, aren't you?
4: Yeah. Are you, are you going to keep the door open sort of constantly now till next September? Then to introduce more children? Is it still? Or is that it now until next September?
1: In, in terms of budget from Department of Education, we've, we've, we've filled our first 415 places come July, actually. We've done that mm. really quickly. Um, they did offer us another 160 places, which we'd, we filled in the first couple of weeks of September. And um, there has been some indication from them that we will get some more places for January. Mm. But at this point in time, with headcount just happening, they're waiting to take stock of how much budget they've spent, actually, because that'll depend on how many children will count in a place and once they know that as we move towards December well I think come November they'll let us know if we've got some more places to offer and we'll open the digital system again and more parents can apply and from our point of view from from a sufficiency point of view from my role that would be perfect if we can just keep rolling on more places every term because it, it builds capacity in the market without Start yeah. from a standstill in in January twenty and mm-hmm. in, in September twenty seventeen. Exactly. so you'll have it. Sort of flow. So it'll almost yeah, be, yeah and, it and there'll be a flow it. through, and yeah. we'll pick up more issues that, were that are just yeah. coming out now, very early days, as the market becomes fuller. Because obviously we're testing very rural issues at the moment, mm-hmm. but as we get more places, there's the potential there's that we're moving the towns and so. as well. Because mm-hmm. we found that
4: that are actually in the centre of the town, mm-hmm. but I mean when the three-year-old uh, first well, well, was working it used to always be just September intake and then suddenly the school started doing Christmas intake and then Easter intake and that's when it hurts.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So what we need to to continually keep an eye on in terms of that diet, is that there's that constant refresh in the market. So, in one way, it's good because your, your twos are moving out of two year old provision and into three and four year old provision, which means you can replace with some more of your younger twos. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's kind of managing I that right across what's the what's market. I think that's what
4: nurseries, definitely. Mm-hmm. If they're in the area where there's a lot of two year olds yeah. that need the funding, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. again, get the funding. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably what's helping nurseries keep afloat. Mm-hmm.
3: Definitely. And when before that came along if that
4: wasn't here now that would be a different case yeah.
3: when children have accessed that provision for, as, as a two year old again mm-hmm. you know schools are going to give be the benefits because the children have had um, you know, not suggesting in any way they're not having a fantastic start at all but it's a different approach oh, to being absolutely. at home.
2: Yeah.
3: Um so that's something we can push mm-hmm. as well yeah.
0: well that's been really interesting hasn't it? Uh, it's been good to talk to you yeah. and uh, appreciate you um, your coming along and um, and being honest. I think it's given us a, a, a good insight into your yeah. experiences and where you're coming from. No so, problem. Um, so, thank yeah, thank you very much. Yeah. We outcome? haven't come far. <laughs> much appreciated. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Northumberland County Council's 30 hour pilot podcast this morning. Um, We want to say a special thanks to Gemma Briggs, who's the Children's Centre Manager here at Prudhoe Children's Centre, for allowing us to come in and provide us with um, coffee and tea. And also a thank you to our guests, um, Carol, Emma and Di. And a special thank you to Heartbeats Media for recording this podcast this morning.